What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Jared Atkins coming to you live, another episode of the Laundromat Listening Files. It's, uh, it's a, uh, it's very nice Monday afternoon, no, Tuesday afternoon, excuse me, Tuesday afternoon, about a little after two o'clock, June 28th, I believe, just, uh, had to get out of the office for a while, had to get out of my head for a while, come do a little laundry, come visit my Meemaw, and, uh, that's why we're here. So, uh, I got, I got, I got several things I actually want to talk about. Uh, this is my platform, this is Kurt's platform. I just use the platform for my own shit more, but, uh, Everybody knows these solo Jared episodes, especially like shit like this is just me and my way of getting shit off of my chest or announcements that I feel I need to make to all of you. The, uh, as I like to joke, the very small universe is me and Kurt joke, the, the, the Steel Toes and Scoreboards universe, but there is a couple things I wanted to get off my chest and there is an announcement I want to make. Uh, my friend Doyle, Kurt's a good buddy Doyle. Uh, who you've heard in the background, you know, sometimes he, you know, he's around for a podcast here or there sometimes. Uh, I made the offer last year about, you know, I was going to bring Doyle into the podcast. It was Kurt's urging and, uh, we, we made the offer, but you know, at that time it just, it didn't really work. And, uh, I talked to Doyle a lot over the weekend and then, of course, you know, Kurt and I did Waco uh, late Saturday night, you know, well into the midnight hours. Kurt and I were recording Waco. And, uh, you know, I talked to Doyle earlier that day. And uh, we're going to we're gonna go ahead and bring him on board. He's actually got a lot of ideas. And honestly, uh, him being younger than me, a lot smarter than me. Uh, I now find that at 34 years of age, I am what my dad was at 34 and I was 14 and I thought he was technologically illiterate. I've now realized that 20 years has surpassed and now I'm 34 and I'm the old guy in the room because there's certain things I just don't understand. Like we are still not listed on Apple podcasts. I do not know where I am going wrong with releasing it. This is, this is the one channel that we need to be on the most. I've got us put on every other channel. We're out there where you get your podcast. You can get us through Podbean. We're on Spotify, which is the second biggest channel. Google Podcasts, which I believe is the third biggest channel. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We're on, uh, I believe, Amazon Alexa, because I can put up the podcast on Alexa in the kitchen. We're on Audible. We're in so many places um, where you can get podcasts. Of course, you can get us directly from the Podbean app. You can download the Podbean app. You know, you can go to our to our uh, our our link on Podbean. You know, we've got a built-in player right there. But we're not still on Amazon or on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I do not know where the fuck I am going wrong with this, but it's irritating. And I told Dole, I was like, "Get us on there." And I'm a person that doesn't like to cede a lot of control to anything in my life. 
especially not something that I have put as much time and invested and quote unquote tried to build the brand like I have. And I've, I haven't been successful. I'm not saying I've been unsuccessful, but I haven't been as successful as I want to be building this brand, but I'm trying. Uh, I, and I ceded control to dolls like, Hey, if you want to come on helpless and you've got all these ideas, I changed the passwords to, to everything, to the site where we upload and edit the podcast and everything to the email. I gave him access to the Twitter to, I made an admin on the Facebook page. I said, if you think we need to be on Instagram, if you think we need to be on TikTok, if you think we need to be on anything, I was like, whatever you think we need, you go ahead and do. I just asked for the login information and stuff so I can see the, the analytics of it all. And I really think that he's going to turn around. And plus, he's got a lot of ideas. And with him, he's versatile. So he'll pick and choose the episodes he wants to set in on. But if he's going to come into the fold, he's going to come into the fold. We're going to make a new show opening. We're going to make an updated logo because we're still using the same. Just I edited Kurt and I's logo on my phone. It was taken there in the machine room. I blurred out the company name on Kurt's uniform shirt. We took it on an afternoon right there in the machine room. Uh, two days before we recorded our first podcast. And that's been our logo ever since. And I handmade that. But I want updated. And, I'm, and, I'm, and Dole's really smart. And I know he's listening to this. You know, I don't know when he's, when he's hearing it. Depends on when I upload it. Depends on when he checks out. But he's definitely hearing it. He listens to every episode. He's told me that. He literally checks out every fucking episode. Even if it's just me by myself rambling like it is today, the laundromat files. He's checking them out. So he might kill me for saying that he's publicly coming to be a part of the podcast, but whatever. He's got the perfect voice for radio. He really does. Uh, he's very knowledgeable, especially on modern basketball and everything. He, he's, and, But, you know, he's seen the episodes where I've talked about and done stuff, and he's seen things I've said on my social media. So he has, epi- he has ideas for episodes that him and I can do without Kurt. And, you know, literally... I have the perfect formula. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, if this is yours, I said, download the Podbean app. I said, download the Podbean app and log into it as the podcast. I said, because that's how I do all these laundromat episodes. I have my phone right here. I said, you can record up to 90 minutes. And there's sound effects and there's music that you can use for the podcast. I said, you can record right here. And so... And I'm hoping to get I'm hoping to get a lot more social engagement from him because he is younger, he is more impressionable, he knows more people. It's just he 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 knows about social media marketing and everything far better than what I'm doing. I'm not saying I did a shabby job. I did probably a C minus average, maybe a B. Dole's going to take it straight to the top. And I'm excited to have him on board. I've wanted him to come on board. We went through and, and, you know, he pitched a few show ideas kind of things maybe. And I'm, I'm super excited about this and, and this cool. And, I, and I've been looking, honestly, I've been looking for an excuse to buy a, another mic and headphones. And I'm just going to buy a two pack because I've got, I've got four XLR outputs on my, on my recorder. So I can put two more mics and headphones in there. And I've been honestly looking for an excuse to get them anyways. So. I'm just going to go ahead and do it, uh, and we'll go from there. Um, what else? 
there's a whole bunch of shit I want to talk about. Plus, it's just my chance to get rambling done. Uh, and but I, you know, I <coughs> actually, um, ooh, I hit that vape pretty hard. So I stopped smoking. I've been cigarette free for like three weeks now. Uh, I made it like you know, I made it like you know. I think I said it. Maybe I made it two or three days and I just, you know, if somebody wants to call me weak, then that's fine. I'll admit that I'm weak. I did not have the willpower to, to make it. And I didn't want to buy a pack of cigarettes and I didn't, and I didn't want to buy a can of dip anymore. So I bought a vape temporarily. I bought a vape, uh, baby steps. I look, this is progress. You know, you look at this, however you want to look at it. That's fine. I view this personally as progress. I'm not hitting the vape near as much as, you know, it. it's the, I know it's going to sound gay and somebody out there is going to make a, a joke about it, but I, I had to have something in and out of my mouth, you know, so go ahead and crack all your jokes. Wait, wait, let me, let me do it for you. I had to have something going in and out of my mouth, you know, it's the, and the movement of the hands. So why don't I, why don't I take care of that for you? So, you know. Or wait, how about this? I had to have something going uh-oh, in and out of my mouth. Oh, uh-oh, yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, hey, hey. But anyways, uh, it's working. It's a substitute. I buy two of them. I have a, I have a rechargeable. I haven't went to the big pro shops, the big vape stores. I bought a rechargeable views at the gas station and I just put pure straight tobacco flavor through it. But since I'm doing the vape thing and I'm, I'm one of those people now, I, you know, I had to get the fruity tootie going on. So I do buy, uh, and so far I've not been to a big vape shop. It's all been gas station purchases. I do buy one of the fruity disposable ones. Like right now, my, uh, fruity one that I hit is a blueberry mango, which is badass. Uh, but anyways, and you know the the settings on some of these, you know, you change your settings. The pods for my rechargeable one, you know, um, you can lower the strength of the nicotine. You can buy smaller strengths and everything. But uh, I totally was saying something else about Doyle and the podcast, and then I hit that vape too hard. And oh yeah, so rambling. Uh, and I think I think it's gonna bring. That'd be a good thing too, because I, I I was looking at the analytics last night, and I know sometimes I fudge the analytics and say this is what we're at, this is what we're at. That's not really fudging. That's kind of a ballpark. We have yet to we're we're, we're fastly encroaching on 800 downloads, which uh, to me in a year's time I'm I'm highly depressed about that. I love to see 800 downloads in a month. To do that, you'd have to be recording two or three times a week, which we're getting there. You know. The, the, the worst episode we ever did, and, and I, I'm just so glad it's behind us, was the the three-part top 25 point guards in history. And that took months to put together, obviously, evidenced by the fact that our last real official full-length episode was when we did the current events episode the week of, weekend of the Super Bowl. To justify the fact that we weren't putting out any content... And I had to justify paying thirty nine ninety nine a month for podcast hosting was when we just came up with the idea of the mini weeknight episodes where where it really is kind of like a current events thing. We just talk about the top stories that's going on and give a little a little opinion on it. 
and the mini episodes, you know, were birthed out of this shitty point guard episode. And we're, we're starting to get there now because I, I want a lot of download, you know, more downloads. I want more seeing good analytics. And we're literally at the point now where we're on track for, you know, there's two days left in the month and we're going to have our worst statistical month ever. Our worst month, our worst month ever in history was we had 35, 36, 37 downloads in November. We only put out one episode all in November. So we're probably going to, we're probably going to, uh, fall short of that number, which will put June as the worst month on record. But we've been really busy, but we've still managed when this one goes live, unless I do something tomorrow just for the hell of it. We're, and Kurt and I are going to do one on Thursday night, I think. We're, we're literally going to have the worst month on record. And maybe with with more episodes than we had for the previous worth month, which was, which was November. So all this to say, Dole coming on could uh, kickstart some shit, and he's a go getter. Like he's talked, like we we really had a good conversation over the weekend about doing this and doing that, and uh, you know we should record these dates, and maybe we should change the format a little bit to, you know. We just had a lot of ideas, and some of these were really good. Some of these I can't believe I didn't think of, which just proves to me that he's already showed me the worth of what he can do. And like I said, I don't cede control of shit, especially this, because I'm very protective of this. Like everybody in their life, all my friends, they all have their things to do, their own things, and I had nothing. And then me and Kurt did this, you know. I got the laptop, it was a cheapy mini laptop, like a notebook type thing almost. It was like two or $300. And then I pay for the $40 a month for the hosting. Aside from that, Kurt and I went all in half on everything. We're all into this son of a bitch. All together, the laptop, the equipment, and the hosting, we're all into this thing for, you know, six, $700, whatever. I don't remember what I say every time. We're ballpark somewhere, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars Um... But I'm very protective of this. And so me seeding control. You know, it's a it's a really big thing. But I'm excited. And I can't wait to see what happens. Um I don't know when Dole will set in with us. Uh like I said, I'm gonna order the mic and everything soon. I'm gonna get a I'm going to go ahead and just get two sets. Just, I mean, because you never know when you want to have to get a guest, the fourth person, or if the equipment, somebody's headphones or mic shits out. We've got a backup. So, um, there is options on the recorder for options for, uh, input three and four to be done with USB. But, uh, I usually don't run the batteries in the pod track. I usually just, hook it up USB to the laptop, so I want to keep that option open, so I'll probably go XLR uh, mics and uh, 3.5 millimeter headphone jacks, so, but it, at any rate, so that that's what's going on there, uh, I'm looking forward to the podcast, uh, I have, you know, when, when we left off Saturday night, Kurt was talking about what we were going to do, and uh, I said, we're going to cover our first Super Bowl episode, you know, we've talked 
football before, but we've never covered just, you know, we've covered World Series galore. We've not covered a Super Bowl, so we're going to do something different, call an audible, didn't even pick this off the list, we're just going to call a Super Bowl. And I always want to keep doing the Cards-Steelers Super Bowl, because Kurt's a Steelers fan, and that 2008 Super Bowl, Cardinals-Steelers, that was, that that catch in the back of the end zone, Santonio Holmes, touchdown with seconds, minutes left to go, that was impressive, that was a good Super Bowl, but I don't want to know what we're looking and I could tell you who won the Super Bowl, what year it was, but I have trouble remembering what the Super Bowl number was. So we've we've literally started this week. Now I, I've thrown Kurt out two or three Super Bowls, and he's just kind of just like I said. I've texted him, and I don't know nothing because I'm not googling this, and I'm letting him pick. And I'm either getting a thumbs up or a smile or a thumbs down, and a frown. And so far, I've got like two frowns. So two Super Bowl numbers are out, and it's just funny because like. I mean, there is some Super Bowls you can remember number-wise, but for the most part, I'm not going to remember every, a lot of them, you know. Super Bowl 41, Colts won, you know, Super Bowl 45, Packers, Super Bowl 43, you, you know. But anyways, so far I've got a couple frowny faces, so we'll pick it out, and, that, and that'll be good. That'll be our first full-length episode coming, um, our first full-length episode uh, again in about three weeks or so. And like I said, we're going to try to record Thursday night is my goal because I leave out Friday morning for uh, Southern Alabama for vacation. Be gone for four or five days. Just uh, the boys are all getting together. The wolf pack's going to be together. A bunch of boating, day drinking down this big, beautiful lake in uh, South Alabama. Uh, smoking briskets, pork bucks, 4th of July. Uh, I mean, there's going to be enough alcohol there. You could probably open a, a small liquor store for a month. And uh, it, it's good to get away, and it's good to be surrounded by your boys. And uh, every single one of my boys is going to be there, and they've all got their women. I'm going to be the only bachelor there, so, you know, whatever, right? Other than that, uh, I'm just, I'm not been up to much, and it's, I know it's been a three or four weeks since I checked in with a laundromat listenings episode and that's kind of what I do when I get to the laundromat now and uh, for whatever reason people download and listen to it just to hear me ramble about nothing that's of any fucking importance whatsoever but hey my show my platform right that's what I always joke which now I'm seeding control it's, it's everybody's show now it always has been uh I've sat back and watched the internet explode with uh RVW and I'm not even going to remotely get into that. Uh, we, I think we vaguely, vaguely, vaguely... I don't remember what we said, but I remember we vaguely mentioned it Saturday night when we did Waco. Which I have yet to get feedback. Would it kill you guys to give feedback? Would it kill you guys once in a while to give feedback... Email the show. I'd ought to start putting the show email and contact info in every episode description, every social media po- post. For those of you that follow me on Twitter, get it my personal Twitter, at the Atkins Asylum. Yep, you read that right. Inmates run the asylum. A-S-Y-L-U-M. Atkins. A-T is in titty, because I'm a fat guy with man titties. The Atkins Asylum. Get out our page on... Find us on Twitter, and believe me, I don't promote our Twitter as much as what I should. That falls on me. Steel Toes and Scoreboards is on Twitter. I think it's like at STSC, 
or S-T-S-P-D-C-T something. I need to remake the Twitter handle. Uh, message me personally if you have me. Uh, post on our Facebook page something. Would it kill anybody just to give us a little bit of feedback? We don't get as much as I want. I mean, I get thumbs up from some people local, you know, or uh, shout out to my boy down there, the Gold Bomb Bandit. You know, I know you're listening. You check out every episode, brother. You give feedback every once in a while, but would it kill somebody be like, hey, dude, that sucks. Hey, dude, that was awesome. Hey, dude, I wish you wouldn't talk as much. Shut up, fat guy. Just so, hey, just, hey, as long as, even if you're bitching at me, that means you're still fucking listening. So, uh, but yeah, and that part of that goes back to this engagement and I feel really confident. I trust Dole. Uh, he's a grinder. And I mean, I think he's going to, you know, we're good, but I didn't get a, I haven't got no feedback yet about Waco and I had a lot of fun with that episode. Uh, like I said, that's part two of a three part series I'd planned for this year, just on, uh, kind of on government overreach. Uh, you know, Ruby Ridge 92, Waco 93, and then OKC bombing in 95. I know, I know technically OKC 95 isn't about government overreach. It wasn't, well, I, I fucked up. It's, it's not government overreach, but it's connected because of that. Because ultimately what happened with the government overreach and everything that happened with Ruby Ridge and Waco and just the way the government did that, that prompted McVeigh and Nichols, mainly McVeigh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Terry Nichols is never going to see life outside of prison. Uh, I don't honestly remember at this point if Terry Nichols brother was charged as well. I'm pretty sure when I watched, uh, bowling for Columbine, uh, and from what I've read, I'm pretty sure Nichols's brother is not was not involved, or if he was, he got a lesser charge because he played a minuscule role. I'm pretty sure Terry Nichols' brother was involved in this, but ultimately it was Nichols and McVeigh. With honestly, McVeigh was the mastermind, so he carried it all out. But uh, Timothy McVeigh was, you know, he was a, I mean, he was a member of the United States Armed Forces. I don't, I either he was honorably discharged or he was dishonorably discharged because he went fucking wacko and did some bad shit. I don't remember the story. I've got to do my research. I don't remember the story, but this was all, he was there. He was there in Waco. He was standing alongside the road. And like I said, I know what I seen as a teenager. I found the video. I didn't realize it before, but, uh, you know, grown, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago as a teenager, I found the video online. Of course, it used to be on YouTube too in later years after YouTube was created. You can look for it. McVeigh was interviewed by some of the reporters during this 51-day siege in Waco. So he was there on the front lines. Of course, you know, they were all huddled, you know, a few miles down the road. They couldn't pass after a certain point, but McVeigh was there. And then during some of the aftermath and the trials and things that went on in Waco, uh, McVeigh was outside the courthouse selling anti-government stickers. And this is a guy that was a trained killer by the United States government itself. 
So, in his mind, this foreign and domestic enemies that he was sworn to protect his country from, in his mind, his country had become a domestic enemy. And he just went off the fucking rails, man. It was Katie bar the door. So, there's, there's no spin to put on this. There's no possible way you can make Timothy McVeigh out to be a martyr, out to be a hero or nothing. And I know, hey, I'm... <laughs> We don't do a whole lot of politicking on this show, but uh, I've not, nothing to hide. I've made it very well known. I vote GOP, not GQP. I don't believe in the Q all the time. Uh, I'm fairly conservative. I've become a little more moderate. I've, I've kind of went from a right-wing Ronald Reagan, moderate Repu- or conservative Republican, to more of a moderate slash a, uh, I don't want to say liberal, but I'm leaning that way, but I'm still a GOP. It's just... You can have liberal and, and conservative in both sides of your party. It, it, it does exist. I mean, I can I can dig up textbooks from 17 years back in high school to show you that it exists. You can have liberal and conservative Democrats. You can have liberal and conservative Republicans. Either way, I know there's extreme right-wing people out there that say McVeigh did a good thing. No. When you kill 168 people and 30-something of them are children under the age of 10, no, you did not do a good thing. Under the age of 6, excuse me, because the daycare center was in the Murrah Federal Building. No, you're not a hero. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a scum. So, there's no spin I can put on that and I wouldn't try to spin it. But, while technically the events that happened that day was not caused by government overreach and them getting involved. It was directly related to and tied to two instances of government overreach that happened in years preceding. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And uh, as far as other episodes with the show goes, once we're set up and Dole's, uh, Dole's a part of the show, I'm probably going to see the first couple episodes to let him kind of pick just so we can get him engaged because I really want him on there. Um, but other than that, some episodes I would like to cover on this format here coming up. Uh, of course, me and Kurt's always going to do baseball. Baseball episodes are our base. Specifically, we've done a few baseball episodes that haven't been World Series, but nothing seems to do bigger downloads than the World Series recaps. Uh, I'm not a Cardinals fan. I know living here in Southern Indiana, you live here in Southern Indiana. It's either everybody's a Reds fan because Cincinnati ain't that far. Everybody's a St. Louis Cardinals fan because ain't that far. Or everybody's a Chicago Cubs fan. That's what the majority is around here. I mean, I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. That being said, I do want to cover because it's one of the top ten World Series of all time. I do want to go back to 2011 uh, Rangers Cardinals. That was. I mean, David David Freeze became a St. Louis legend in that series, and look at him now. Like, I mean, I don't even know if Freeze is still playing. Uh, Pujols left to go to Anaheim. Never heard from him again. Now he's back with the Cardinals. You have to believe this is his last year. I think he's already come out and announced that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If he hasn't announced it, I'm sure it's it's coming. But I'm pretty sure it's already been announced. Uh, Kurt and I talked about that after he signed. But, uh, 
there's a couple other World Series I want to get out. And I would like to do a NBA Finals episode. I'd like to do Heat Spurs. I'd actually like to make that a double episode where we cover both 2013 and 2014. The back, the rematch, back to back, Spurs Heat, where they trade one one. Uh, specifically, the 2013 NBA Finals because honestly, 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 I. <laughs> I'd like to kind of make that a mini mega episode. It's kind of funny, mini mega, because that whole 2013 NBA off season was 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 killer. Okay, that was you know that was the first time I really noticed Steph Curry coming in. You know, of course, me and Jeremy had talked before. You know, when we watched college basketball and uh, Coach K and Duke went up against Coach Patino in Louisville, and Steph's younger brother Seth had like 30, 40 points that night and was like uh, 9 of 10 from the three-point line and was like 10 of 10 from the free throw line. And I'm like, damn, he's good. I'm like, that's Del Curry's boy. My best friend's like, yeah, his brother Steph plays for Golden State. You should see him. And then, you know, that was the night. I don't remember who Golden State played in that first series in the first round, but that was when uh, Mark uh, Mark Jackson said he's got the best shooting backcourt in NBA history with Steph and Clay, and, and of course that was during the magical run that the Pacers had with you know Hill and Hibbert, David West, PG thirteen, Lance Stevenson. That magical run where they were dominating the Eastern Conference, and of course they fell short to the Heat. Uh, but anyways, I like to cover that, and then uh, honestly. You know, just whatever happens. But that's some of the upcoming stuff I'd like to do. And I talked to Kurt uh, about doing a NASCAR episode just because, uh, you know, the internet, YouTube, rabbit holes. I went down a rabbit hole, this uh, Dale Earnhardt tribute. I was a eighth grader when Dale Earnhardt passed away. So, I mean, it don't have to be about Dale Earnhardt. But I would like to see kind of do a NASCAR tribute episode, kind of. And then that's about it as far as this show goes. Uh, I am still, as I've harped on all year, I, there is still multiple podcasts in the works uh, starting to be released. Uh, the wrestling podcast, um, you'd think, uh, my Twitter, my personal Twitter account has blown up in recent, in the last six months because, uh, as I said, I've been contributing off and on for Bodyslam.net. Bodyslam.net was started and founded by a guy I've known for 18, 19 years. He was one of my best friends. We used to do a little bit of online wrestling gaming. Uh, one of my really good friends. I asked him if he needed some help because he was looking for some more riders. Uh, and uh, Cass has made a name for himself in professional wrestling media. Cass is getting out there. And the site's getting streams every day. I have got so many check marks. I've got so many follows from actual checkmark personalities. And what that means is if, if you ever get on Facebook or Twitter, for those of you that don't know what I mean, and you see a blue check mark beside a page that you follow. Like, say say you follow Christina Aguilera, just for example. I don't know why I thought of her, but whatever. Say you follow Christina Aguilera, and you follow her on Facebook. And if you notice, there's a blue check mark beside her. That means it's verified. That is her posting it. Or, I mean, her team. But you know what I mean. That's That's, that's not a fake account. That's either her personally or someone on her team posting her social media. Well, since I've started this wrestling thing, getting involved, I've been getting a lot of blue check marks on my Twitter account. 
and I've been getting, you know, I know I'm, I don't have near the amount of followers that you know some of these people got, but I've got like almost 500 followers, and uh, my Twitter lay dormant a lot. Okay, I, I, I created my Twitter account like January 2010. That's 12 and a half years ago almost. So, but it's growing, it's growing, growing, growing. Uh, and you think with as many people on there connected to me on Twitter and social media through professional wrestling and a lot of people that like wrestling, you think somebody would reach out and would want to talk about it with me. So I'm putting this out here. Get with me. Give me some fucking feedback. If you want to be on a podcast, if you're not local to me and and any podcast I'm talking about, if you're not local to me, that does not matter. I have a $50 adapter that I bought for my recorder specifically for remote interviews and remote podcasting and stuff. It plugs right into my recorder. All I need to do is call you on your cell phone, or I can call you on Facebook Messenger. I can call you on Skype. I'm not set up for any video podcasting, but you can still talk to me through Skype, and literally, it's just going to record our audio. And that goes for any of these podcasts. I'm, I'm putting it out here. I am starting... The Outdoors Podcast with two of the boys, you know, two of my boys. You know, that's supposed to be coming. Uh, they wanted to push it off till the fall. That's going to happen. The True Crime Podcast, I put out feelers to a couple girlfriends of mine. You know, they're semi-interested, but it's but it's hard. If you want to do something, get with me. I want to do a True Crime Podcast about all facets of crime. Bank robberies, arsons, serial murderers, you know, random homicides, unsolved homicides, unsolved this, disappearances, the works, anything involved in, in crime and the morbid and the macabre. Let's fucking do it. Shit or get off the pot. Get with me. Let's fucking press record. Let's roll. You know what I'm saying? Same with the wrestling one. Uh, and then the only other one in, that's in the works and uh, I know I've said a lot of vulgar language, but when I'm sitting, I call it, I always call it temple because it's just an inside joke to me, temple. But when I'm sitting in lodge, I'm a, I'm a completely different person. I'm quiet and peaceful. Um, I watch what I say. I hold my tongue very well. I'm most excited about the launch of this Freemasonry podcast because those of you that have, or I shouldn't say the relaunch, the launch of this Freemasonry podcast because those of you that follow me on Twitter and those of you that are friends with me on Facebook have seen how much I um, post about going to Lodge and uh, how important it was to me in the beginning. You know, I was 19, 20 years old when I first came into Lodge. And for the first five years, I was very active. My grandfather took me everywhere. My dad doesn't go much anymore. My grandfather took me everywhere. That was our thing we liked to do. Losing him in September brought me back. I actually didn't intend on coming back. I went back for one meeting, thought I could sit in there and say, I make, you know, let's, let's pay the electric bill this month. That's what I was always going to do. But I got so much more heavily involved into this now that, uh, I love, I love it. I'm so happy about it. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this because there's a lot of good stuff. And, uh, but anyways, so we're at 36 minutes now. Holy shit. I've, 36 minutes and I've said literally nothing about nothing but yeah that that's it seriously uh, I'm putting the feelers out here right now if people actually want to think it might be cool and you know especially if you've got a big following uh, 
I'm, I'm going to be running multiple podcasts this year, and I'll launch every one of these son of a bitches by myself if I have to. And uh, if they tank, they tank. But you know what? At least I tried to launch multiple podcasts, and none of you did. So, you know, there you go. But <laughs> is reverse psychology working or what? <laughs> but but in all seriousness, if you guys want to do something, let me know. I mean, let, let's rock and roll. Again, you know, if you know if you're, if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, reach out to me. If not, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing my best to in every social media post to put the to put the email out there for the for our actual email address and uh, I'm gonna make sure to put it in the episode descriptions too that way we can get feedback because maybe I'm not setting this up for feedback to maybe if I maybe if I did that I need to, I need to start thinking about our honest audience and how universal it is and where it's at and some people uh, Kirk's turned several people onto the podcast but if I give you no if I give you no access to give us feedback, so maybe that's falling on me. So I'm going to try something different. Something's got to give, or maybe I just need to shut the whole thing down. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to do that. But I guess that's it. I'll uh, I'll get ready to wrap it up here anytime. But I just wanted to uh. I just wanted to, to come on and talk a little bit because that's what I do at the laundromat. I, I get stuff off my chest. I ramble and I give you guys kind of updates. And that, that's basically what's going on. I hope, uh, Dole, you're listening. I hope you don't, hope you don't kill me here. <laughs> I know you're a pretty private person, but I, 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 I'm excited about him coming on board. I really am because I know he's going to bring some good change to the podcast and he's going to bring a lot of fresh ideas. And, uh, he, he's right, you know. He he really brought a lot of good ideas and, and about more marathon recording with and with my new work schedule and my flexibility now, we could definitely make some stuff happen. So, um, I guess that about wraps it up. But anyways, I, I do want to thank everybody that that has been followers of the show and have listened i don't know why you guys always tune in i assume it's because you like to laugh at us but i could be wrong i could be wrong but uh at any rate i will talk to you guys later